This is Pastor Joseph Davis. Thank you for joining the radio ministry of Truth Gatherers Dream Center Church. We believe the Word of God is the lamp unto our feet and it is a light unto our path. This Word will bless you right now. Luke 8, let's read it. I'll read it to you. It says, Now it came to pass on a certain day that he, yes, Jesus, went into a ship with his disciples and he said unto them, Let us go over unto the other side of the lake. And they launched forth. But as they sailed, he fell asleep. And there came down a storm of wind on the lake, and they uh, were filled with water and were in jeopardy. And it came, they came to him and awoke him, shook him, awoke him, saying, Master, Master, what's wrong with you? We perish. Then he arose and rebuked the wind and the raging of the water, and they ceased. And there was a calm. And he said unto them, Where is your faith? And they being afraid, wonder, saying one to another, What manner of man is this? For he commandeth even the winds and the water, and they obey him. 26 is very important. And they arrived. At, and they, everybody saying they. Yeah, and they arrived at the country of the Gadarenes, which is over against Galilee. Let's go to 1 Kings 19, 14 through 18. 1 Kings 19, 14 through 18 is picking up on the story of Elisha running from Jezebel. Running from Jezebel and God has a word for the man of God who was running from a witch. Running from a witch. Oh, don't, don't get deep now. You'll see in a little bit. Don't be picking at Elisha. Don't be picking at Elisha. We hope to help you stop picking at Elisha in just a little bit. It says, verse 14, and he said, talking to God, I have been very jealous for the Lord God of hosts because the children of Israel have forsaken thy covenant, thrown down thine altars, and slain thy prophets with the sword. And I, even I only, am left. And they seek my life to take it away. And the Lord said unto him, Go. Return on thy way to the wilderness of Damascus, and when thou comest, anoint Hazel to be king over Sarah. And Jehu, the son of, Nish, of Nishai, shall thou anoint to be king over Israel. And Elisha, the son of Shaphath, of Habemaloha, shall thou anoint to be prophet in thy room in thy stead. And it shall come to pass that him that escapeth the sword of Hazel shall Jehu slay. And him that escaped the sword of Jehu shall Elisha slay. Yet I have left me 7,000 in Israel. All the knees which have not bowed unto Baal. And every mouth which hath not kissed him. I want to preach for the next few minutes crossing over and coming out. Tell your neighbor I'm crossing over and I'm coming out. You may be seated. Crossing over and coming out. I wanted to declare to you and those who are visiting, uh, you have joined us at a perfect time. This church has just celebrated 15 years of ministry in the month of May, that God has blessed us, sustained us, sponsored us, and carried us into where we are today. Can we praise God again that we are not alone and God has blessed this church for 15 years and kept us afloat and kept us going. 
I believe we still have a prophecy and something that God wants to do. And this message, I believe, will help us in where we are right now. I also want to prophetically declare that the month of June, I am declaring, is a crossing over month. I feel like in the midst of all the promotions, the graduations, God in his um, infinite wisdom uh, wants to send a word even through natural things that we can digest spiritual things. We've just finished celebrating people, uh, conquering things, overcoming things, and I believe promotion is in the air. Many times when it's in the air, if you're not careful, you'll become a spectator of it and not a participator of it. And I'm trying to tell you, June is the a month to cross over say I'm crossing over this month I didn't ask you what your trouble was I didn't ask you what you needed to do just declare it I'm crossing over this month I believe June is a crossing over month and I'm declaring it for this house that we are crossing over the first challenge I want to put to you as I present the scriptures to you is don't think I'm going to just preach what you already heard from Luke the 8th chapter Many times, God even will keep us in the same scriptures to teach us new things. Sometimes we're frustrated because we feel like our life is stuck. And the reason it feels that way, and we get bored and frustrated, we want to move on to new things. We want new, fresh stuff. We want adventure. We want something new. But God knows the only way to get us to really out of what we're in is to keep us sometime in the same lesson. And with the same lesson, he'll be teaching us different things. So I want to caution you not to think I'm just going to say some of the same things that we've said before so that you won't close your mind to what God's about to tell you today just in time for you to cross over. This is def definitely a time to cross on over. I want you to notice in Luke the 8th chapter as these disciples are getting ready um, to experience a major change of their life, it starts off with a simple challenge it starts off with a simple challenge and a request and an invitation um, that says let us go over to the other side i want you to understand that the invitation is also a prophecy the fact that he said let us go over to the other side means that there is something after this tell your neighbor there is something after this now that's important, maybe not to you, but people need to know that they have a future. People need to know that life is not going to always be where you may be right now. Sometimes all people need to know is they're going to get through this. Sometimes all they need to know is things are going to be better after a while. And sometimes the inspiration of prophecy it what inspires you to live another day. I believe there will be people right now still alive if they knew the good that was coming tomorrow some people gave up before the good happened because nobody inspired them they didn't get inspiration that they could overcome some of the worst times of their lives but said somebody things get better after this he gives them this invitation but it's also a prophecy to go over to the other side and as Jesus and the disciples launch forth over to the other side the, the story is created with a beautiful uh, a scene that as they are just uh, coasting on the sea Jesus decides that this uh, trip over to the other side is so secure that he can go to sleep He's decided that this trip to the other side is so secure that he can go to sleep. But as he goes to sleep, 
um, he's awakened by his disciples uh, that things are not okay. There are some unexpected turbulence. There are some unexpected situations that has come. In verse 23, it says, as they fell asleep, there came down a storm of wind on the lake, and they were filled with water and were in jeopardy. Many times, we don't understand that warfare itself uh, backlash, uh, resistance is a sign that you're many times going in the right direction. Many times as we go towards wherever God has told us to go, we are discouraged from really the very thing that is a sign that you're going in the right direction. We get trouble and we get discouraged. I understand. We hear bad news and we get discouraged. But can I present to you that the fact that the wind is blowing against them is a sign of warfare. It's a sign. You don't understand that the moment you make a decision to do right, the moment you make a decision to obey God, the moment you step your foot into new territory, you maybe just an inch cross the line, but the moment you decide, for God I live, for God I die, the moment you decide, I'm gonna start giving and tithing, the moment you decide, I'm gonna start going, I'm gonna stop go going to church regularly, the moment you decide, I'm gonna bless my family and I'm gonna live right and I'm gonna do right, the moment you decide to go in the direction of God, it's the same moment your enemy decides to attack you you are still confused about every time you try to do good while bad and resistance seems to come and what the enemy does to some people's psyche and mentality is he keeps you from doing good because you think the rhythm and the pattern is do good bad come do good bad come and he knows that the moment bad comes or negativity comes you tuck your tail and run and that's the very thing he wants you to do is every time trouble comes, you run and hide. It's the first sign to say, are you going to dodge the, the, the ramifications of making a decision to be better? And the enemy knows that there are times that we don't want to put up a fight at all. There are times we don't want to put up a fight and he is hoping that some of you will quit. He is hoping that some of you will not try again. He is hoping that some of you will just quit, not try to be great, not try to go forward, not try to get better. He is hoping because of the challenge and the warfare that has come your way that you will not, number one, stay in the boat. Everybody say stay in the boat because the challenge here when the wind comes uh, your way is will you stay in the boat will you stay in the will of God will you stay on course and the challenge for our lives when this wind come is to stay the course of life this is warfare because you entering a new place everybody say a new place yeah a new place said again say I'm entering a new place yeah 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 you you got a decree I'm entering a new place of life and there are warfare there is enemies of your destiny that never even wanted you to articulate that you're gonna grow out of this it never wanted you to even actualize in your mind that you can be better than what you've saw it never wanted you to ever actualize that you can grow and get beyond your mistakes and the fact that you have decided to go over there you have aggravated the enemy of your destiny but remember it's a sign I need you to hear that warfare is a sign you're going in the right direction 
crazy stuff. Everybody say crazy stuff. I mean crazy stuff happening in your life. Crazy stuff just happening. Stuff that you couldn't even prepare for. Stuff that you just thought would never happen. Everybody say crazy stuff. Crazy stuff gets loose in the atmosphere. Things you thought you could depend on fail you. People you thought you could depend on got fickle. All of a sudden everything going crazy because you have made a decision. Your decision means you're at the gate of a new place. You're at the door of a new place. And although you have been met with resistance, you must stay in the boat. Staying in the boat means they're going to come a challenge against your decision to say, hey, you got other options. Uh, uh, there's other ways and, and I don't have to stay in this boat and uh, uh, I don't have to really be who I'm called to be I really don't have to if you're not careful you will start making other options that are not in the will of God the enemy will just tell you you better off not trying you better off not even trying to be who you're trying to be you know maybe if you just leave being a millionaire alone maybe if you leave being a business owner alone and just have a casual life then you'll be fine and the truth of the matter is the enemy would be happy if you stay right where you are he would be happy so it is true that warfare will back up if you stop going forward it is true that the enemy will back off of you if you back on up but the I want to know are there some people who are ready to fight against the resistance coming against you it's true enough that the, yeah it is the enemy will back off if you run away the enemy will say yes I got them but I want to know are there people that say if I got to fight for the next level I'm up for the fight if I have to struggle if I have to cry if I have to do some things I didn't plan to do guess what I'm not going to let something run me away from being great I'm going to go through the processes if I have to do it I'm going to do it but I refuse to run now some of us been running all our lives and I want you to say that day is the day I stop running away from the thing that God has called me to conquer I am anointed to conquer this thing and I am not going to spend the rest of my life running away from my enemy that keep on tormenting me yeah you must make a decision to face this challenge I want you to understand that this this wind, verse 23 said there's a wind coming against them. I want you to understand this wind is a false word. This wind is a false narrative. See, the enemy will send you a wind to tell you what you cannot do, and you will start imagining yourself being less than you're called to be. The wind is actually false doctrine, it's false prophecy, it's things that don't agree with the heavens, things that don't agree with the word. These false winds, this wind will come against the wind that blew you into prophecy. I want you to understand the wind coming against you is not the first wind. I said it's the second wind. The first wind was the wind of prophecy. It was when God told you to go to the other side. I want you to understand you got a wind that's been supporting you before you got into the fight. You got a wind that's been telling you what you can do before you got into the challenge. Come on. And the only reason you're facing this second wind, wind blowing against you, is because God has designed you to go to the other side. 
so this false hope this false win this false expectation will come to manipulate your faith system see what happens is after you get on your journey there are some things that come up on you to make you stop believing God and some things that come up on you that are challenge your faith system come on somebody there's some things that come up on you that'll make you now manipulate what God believes or what God stands for and right and, and the body of Christ is right here on the boat even the body of Christ is on this boat God has called the church to go to the other side and the church has to make a decision itself that it's going to obey the word of God there are all kinds of winds another wind the Bible call it is a wind of doctrine this wind of doctrine are just false narratives heresy uh, people who don't study the book come on can I slow this thing down I, I got to say it I got to say it I got to say it. one of the things that you should do even when we preach in this church is follow me to make sure I'm in the book because we're living in the last days there are people who are dressed like me look like me and even have charisma but they ain't preaching the adulterated word of God they're not preaching pure and sound doctrine and there are people who are off course because there are people speaking a false wind come on somebody come on you've been in church long enough you read your bible long enough you don't have to contemplate if fornication is sin come on y'all come on we know that is sin if you've been in your bible any day they going around social media with a big theological argument if sex before marriage is a sin come on anything ungodly out of the timing or season of God it is sin come on now come on all because I got a flesh problem I don't need to try to manipulate the word to justify that I'm human and need help Y'all don't want to, y'all ain't heard, y'all got to hear me when I preach. I say, all oh, because I got a flesh problem, I don't need to manipulate the word because I am human and need help. That's why we got the word to help us with our humanness. But we got a lot of false wind out here. And if you're not careful, somebody's going to try to manipulate your destiny, manipulate the word of God. And this wind has come to manipulate their belief system. Come to manipulate the belief system. I want you to look at verse 24. What happens when your belief system gets manipulated? Look at it in verse 24. It says they came to him and awoke him saying, master, master, we perish. One of the first things that happen when your face start your face start gets to manipulate it, you start questioning the author and the finisher of your faith. Yeah, he's the, you start saying to yourself, "Do God really love me?" You start saying to yourself, "Do God really got great things for me?" You start saying to God, "God, you make me sick." Oh, you ain't never been that mad. There are people who will stick a birdie up to the sky and up to the heavens because they feel like God done did something wrong to them. There are people who are so angry with God. Don't tell me nothing about God. The devil will come and give a false wind to your life that now you are don't even want to hear about God. They come to the master and say, "Master, we." perish and, and another version says uh, another version of the same verse says careth not that we perish 
perish not that we perish. They, they, this, this version just said, a master we perish. Uh, 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 another version said, careth not that we perish. In other words, uh, uh, you, you, you don't love me. It ain't no way you can love me to allow me to go through this. It ain't no way that you a good God and you let me go through bad things. Ain't no way that you're all powerful and you didn't, y'all want to help me preach? You didn't stop that storm from coming that way. If you was an almighty God, you would have stopped this storm from coming my way. And if you're not careful, the enemy will make you question that even if God exists, because you're going through something of sovereignty, you're going through something of life. Tell somebody, you're still going to go through life. I don't know what it is. Don't let the devil trick you that all oh, because you save, sanctify, and love Jesus that you're not going to have a trial and you're not going to have a fight. And you, no matter of fact, the Bible tells us to fight the good fight of faith. Come on, somebody. And don't let the devil make you think because you're living for God, you're not going to have to fight in your life. Come on, somebody. And the reason you have to fight is because you have an adversary. Come on, somebody. That's why you got to fight. You got to fight because you have an adversary. The devil. The Bible says, who seeketh whom he may devour. Walketh about like a, as a roaring lion. Making noise. Scaring folks. Make as. Not, not a roaring lion, but as. Metaphorically. Uh, uh, meaning he makes the storm. Lord, help me. He makes the storm feel like it's going kill you and the truth of the matter is just going to make you better he makes it think that this trial going to take you out but because God on your side this thing not going to take you out this thing going to make you better this wind comes to take your faith it comes to take your faith and challenge you about crossing over. This wind arose and they and Jesus stands up and rebukes the wind and the raging of the water and they cease and there was a calm. Verse 25, he says unto them, where is your faith? He says to them, well, no, where is your faith? And let me tell you this. Jesus gives an example of how you actually make it to the other side. Come on. We're not going to get deep here. We're going to be simple. You stand up while you're going through and speak what God says over your life. I know, I know that sounds so deep, but this is so simple. I'm going to show you if you can stand up, if you can stand up in faith while everything is breaking out and speak what God said. Come on, this ain't about you speaking something you made up. Speak what Jesus said. Come on now, y'all going to help me preach. Speak what Jesus said in verse 22. Jesus said, let us go to the other side. So it ain't about your own strength. It's about speaking what he said come on somebody decreeing and declaring ain't about you saying something you want to make up decreeing and declaring is about speaking what he spoke i ain't got to make up nothing new to get victory all i got to do is stand up and say what god said and if you will learn to stand up i, I know this may seem like it's so deep but the devil fight you standing and the Bible says that the Bible says the Bible says stand with your loins girt about with truth and then it says and having done all to stand 
stand. See, after you've done all to stand, God, I done, I done talked to my pastor. I done read my word. I done fasted five days. I done did some things in order to stand. I done propped myself up. Tell somebody sometimes I get weak. And sometimes when you get weak, you got to lean on something. I've done all I could do to stand. The Bible says after you've done all to stand, the word is stand. Some of y'all are looking for a new word, and the only word I got for you today is you just need to stand. This is something that's going to pass by. If you stand. It's going to pass over if you stand. Jesus, here's the example. I think I'm almost done. Jesus is the example. They awake him. We have a problem. We're trying to cross over to the other side. He rose. He rebuked the wind and the sea. He rose from his sleep. Those who know me know I love these verses. Because... It teaches us the confidence of getting to the other side. Jesus only gets up. I want you to understand. Jesus only got up because they were nervous. At no point of Jesus sleeping was he nervous that they were not going to get to the other side. I want you to understand. He only got up because they're they were nervous. It helps us with a good aspect of how God does even respond. There are times when we are not living by faith. Sometimes when our faith is shaken. But if our faith is shaken, he'll come rescue us while we're shaken. He'll come rescue us while we're about to have a... Y'all gonna hear Lord help me. He'll come and get us while we're about to have a nervous breakdown. He'll come rescue us when we don't know. Not because he, he, he's not secure, but because we're not secure. He didn't wake up because he was worried about what the wind was going to do. Because the truth of the matter, Jesus would have slept right on through it. If they had decided, if they had decided that this wind can't stop me, if they had decided that this wind can't get me from keep me from going, this demon, can I just say it like I want to say, this demon, this spiritual wickedness, this force, this idea can't stop me. If they had decided that, that this thing could not stop them, Jesus would have stayed asleep. And some of you, I want you to understand, while I'm here, there is a peace that surpasses all. All understanding. You've been listening to your fleshly friends telling, telling you, you got to cuss them out. You got to act up. You got to show them who you are. No, you don't. You can rest assured that God's on your side and God's going to bring you out. And you ain't got to cut the fool because there's a peace that surpasses all understanding. I ain't got to jump in nobody's face. I ain't got to do nothing ungodly. I am secure that God's going to work this thing out. I am secure that God is on my side. As a matter of fact, if God be for man who can be against me I ain't got to act up in this situation because there is a peace that sur I want y'all to hear the word surpasses you know what it means surpasses the peace don't check with your logic 
meaning you can have peace when it don't make sense everything says you should be acting the fool everything says that you be, should be upset but your peace passed over your understanding come on somebody it didn't check with your understanding it didn't check with how you think God is trying to give some of y'all a peace that passes over you understand that if they had to decide that they just want to have peace there are times as you are crossing over you can sleep right through the storm and I just want to present that I just want to present that to some of you I, I, know, I know some of us are interested in more testimonies I was almost about to give up. I was, I understand, I understand. I know some of us interested in just more drama to our story. We're just more interested in the more details, you know. So we're going to do a little bit to add something to it. So, that, so God got more to bring us out from. You know what I'm saying? But, but I want you to understand that Sometimes your testimony could be, it happened, but I didn't feel it. Uh, Y'all go get it one day. Uh, they did it to me, but, 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 but for some reason it didn't stop me. Uh, uh, they lied on me, but, but, but guess what? I, I, I kept on going. Yeah, they put, they backstabbed me, but guess what? I still love my neighbor. Uh, I still love my... <laughs> some of y'all gonna get it that 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 that, that God that your, 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 your story could be God kept me while I was in it oh no I was in it I went through the storm the wind was raging the boat was rocking they came and tried to take my house they came but 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 I slept through the accusations. I slept, y'all see. Try to teach you. There's another option to this. There's another option to the wild storm. You can actually sleep through it. You know, I know, I know they teach us, and that's why I try to be careful with the songs I listen to. And I told you I like that song. Don't try me. Cause I throw hands. Somebody like, hey, never heard it. Don't go listen to it. Don't go listen to it. Huh? Some pause of that song was rest registering with me. But I had to stop listening to that thing. Cause, the, Cause what it was making me, it was making my flesh oversensitive. It was making me overreact to all kinds of things happening to my flesh. And God want to give some of y'all that testimony that it happened, but I went right through the storm. Yeah, they lied on me. Yeah, I had some trouble. Yeah, some real stuff. But I did just like Jesus did. I slept right on through the storm. Come on, tell somebody, I'm going to sleep through this thing. Come on. I dare you to take up. And I feel, lift your hands. Come on. I lift your There is a healing in some of y'all nervous system. 
there's a healing that God's trying to bring to some of y'all nervous system that, that when things start happening you ain't going to be reacting all the time like you used to react you're going to be calm, cool and collected knowing that the person you're on the boat with is not going to let you die in the storm because he already declared we are going over to the other side clap your hands and tell him I'm going over God, you ain't telling. Say, I'm going over. I'm almost done. I'm almost done. I'm almost done. I'm telling you, there is a healing to your nervous system. The enemy wants you to keep acting out, become oversensitive, over, over hyper. People can't even look at you without you ready to jump off on them. People can't even look at you. I know what it is. I grew up in a very uh, tough environment. I know what it is. I know what I'm talking about. I grew up in a very tough environment where uh, unfortunately something could jump off just by a head nod. You don't know nothing about it? You don't need to know. A head nod can jump off something. A look. Oh, it's on after that. You ain't got to say nothing. I ain't said nothing to you. But body language has sent the message. You want to do something? And I'm telling you, some of y'all need to be rewired in the spirit that you stop going off of all these type of triggers in your life. And God's going to do something in your mind and in your nervous system that all these, I feel it. He's cutting the wires of all these different triggers in your life that keeps messing you up when it's time for you to grow. When it's time for you, God is cutting all these trigger responses well I feel that I feel that because the enemy knows that if you keep responding the way you always used to respond you ain't gonna ever meet the love of your life you ain't gonna ever meet the friends you're supposed to have you ain't gonna ever have the relationship I don't know who I'm talking to but I might as well talk to you since I'm talking to you if you don't start changing your responses to certain things you ain't never gonna have the friends and the covenant that you're supposed to have come on somebody come on somebody if you don't learn to change how you react and how you respond to things so God deals with them and he says listen he says listen he arose and rebuked the wind and the raging of the water and they ceased and was calm but the question of the day in order to cross over is where is your faith he wanted to know where is it where is your faith I know you had it but what happened to your faith I know I blessed you before but what happens to your faith the enemy comes to challenge you living and walking by faith because it is faith that pleases God come on somebody it is faith he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder to them that diligently seek him and what the enemy don't want you to do right now in the season that you're in is decide that I'm just going to live by faith meaning I don't know how it's going to work out but I believe I don't know how I'm going to get over this but I believe I don't know what the doctor going to say the next time I go but I believe I don't know what's going on in my marriage but I believe and when you start making the decision to live by faith you'll watch what God begins to do in your life I'm about to be done I'm not going to go to first kings let me read and I'm done verse 25 and it said he said unto them where's your faith this is what I want to know it's time for you to cross over and come out I want you to understand 
Right now, I want you to forget what you didn't do right. Because some of us get tormented over yesterday and miss nouns. I said some of you are tormented over yesterdays that you miss nouns. The right now moment. And when it's time for a time to use your faith, you start thinking about all the things you didn't do right. And the enemy have you reflecting on failures versus a fresh opportunity to succeed. He have you focus on the opportunities you miss and the things you didn't do right. And just a few ver verses ago, what you didn't do good and what didn't happen a few weeks ago. But let me tell you something about God. God is slow to anger and plenteous in mercy. Come on, he's not the God of second chances. He's the God of many chances. Come on, somebody. He's a God that keep on forgiving. And how, how is God going to teach me how teach me to forgive and tell me to forgive others if he himself is not I ain't going to say nothing if he himself is not a great example of being a forgiving God the reason I've learned so how to forgive other people is because God keeps forgiving me he challenged him where is your faith and I'm challenging you right now this morning the thing to cross over and come out is to use your faith Sometimes we try to make things so complex. God told me don't go straight. Go straight for where they are. It's, it's time to just use your faith. Look at this. I'm about done. And they began and afraid, wandering, saying one another, what manner of man is this? Who, who is this? For he commandeth even the winds and the water. Of this is what I'm trying to tell you. The things that I'm prophesying now, the things that were against you, going to be for you. The things that did not work out going to flip around to bless you. The things that you thought was haunting you, if you stay with God and live by faith, God's going to flip those things. It says even the wind, a few, a few verses ago, the wind and the water was against the direction of going to the other side. But when you stay with God, God will make that your enemies your footstool. God will turn people who are against you and turn around and make them bless you. I'm trying to tell you, stay in the boat, use your faith and let God do what he does it says wind and water obey so the very thing that potentially came against you gonna have to obey whatever God said for you and some of y'all need to get ready for what I call recompense and get ready for reconciliation. There are some people who did you wrong and God going to make them come back and get it right. There are some people who didn't do, they didn't do you right. And God said before it's done over, I'm going to make them come back to you. There are people who said the wrong things about you. Don't wait for it, but God's going to bring it for you. I mean, you, don't, you understand? Don't be sitting around waiting for it. But it's going to happen. You know, some people sitting around waiting for no, you just live and it's going to happen. Don't be sitting on the porch doing nothing, waiting for them to apologize. I'm just, I'm talking to somebody today. I'm just waiting on you to apologize. No, I'm not. I'm living life. You're going to apologize when you get ready. You're going to apologize when God finished with you. But I ain't. See, some of y'all going to get set free right But I'm not sitting on no porch waiting 15 years for you to apologize. It happened, and I'm moving on with my life. If you apologize on the way, that's good. If you never apologize, I'm not going to be sitting on the couch waiting. <laughs>
I don't know who I'm talking to. I felt, I felt a little thing. I'll say, flip that thing around. I don't know who I'm talking about who's sitting back because you hurt. You sit back waiting for somebody to come back to you. And principle is they should. We hope they will. But if you're not going to miss your opportunity, you better move on. And hopefully by the time, listen to this. <laughs> listen to this. <laughs> and hopefully by the time they come back to apologize, you accept it, but you didn't need it. Y'all, y'all ain't heard me. I said, you accept it, but you didn't need it. Oh, thank you so much. God bless. How you doing? <laughs> oh, you ain't hear me. That meaning that in between, wow, everything God has built you up. To, God has blessed you so good. You ain't got time to be looking back on what didn't go right. God done made ways out of no ways. God done opened up so many doors. You so blessed, you ain't got time. To, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that did happen. That did happen. You okay? <laughs> Right, some of y'all gonna catch that. You okay? I accept it, but because God's been so good to me, God done blessed me from so many places and done so many things for me. I'm in a whole new season. I ain't even got time to even focus longer. What happened five years ago? Yeah, yeah, that did. Yeah, that, things happen. God bless you. <laughs> y'all ain't hearing me. I'm talking to somebody God won't let me leave because some of y'all are notorious for rehearsing bad days you are notorious for it you are good at going back and making old things live you feed it you nurse it you give it cornbread and chicken you feed it rice with gravy and you are good at keeping old things alive but I'm telling you today let it die 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 start die, die, let it die 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 don't you feed it another day don't you feed the negativity that happened to you don't you feed the pain I know who I'm talking to God keep pulling me on that see sometime sometime you got to even tell people who know what happened I don't even want to talk about it no more I don't even want to talk about it no more. I don't even want. I'm, I'm over it. I'm done with it. I done flipped it around, analyzed it, assessed it. I done thought about it many nights. I done cried to sleep many nights. I done wondered. I done felt the pain of it. And I'm tired of dealing with it. I'm over it. I've moved on from it. I'm going on to where God called me to be. I'm crossing over to another place. And I'm going to let God be God. Clap your hands if you feel what I'm talking about. I don't know who I'm talking to. But I know I'm talking to somebody under... I ain't waiting for it another day. God been too good. God got too much. God got too much for me. He got too much on the other side of this. He got too much for me for me to be talking about all day. Hold on. Okay. Okay. Verse 26 and I'm done. Everybody saying they arrived. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I only have to read the rest. I want you to know they arrived. 
went through some pain, but tell someone I'm still gonna ride. I feel like preaching right now. <laughs> Hadn't always been saved since I've been saved, but I want you to know I arrived. Hadn't always done right since I knew to do right, but I want you to know that I arrived. I want you to know that I sinned along the way, but I still arrived. I answered my call to preach. I answered, I ain't always done it well, but I want you to know I arrived. Tell somebody I arrived, I arrived, I arrived. Till I made it, till I made it over there. I made it over there. Had some bumps in the road. Come on, somebody. See, 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 see. See, 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 see. You can't illegitimize my success because I took longer than you to get there. So thank God it only took you two years to get where you had to get. That's fine. We praise God for you. But it took me six years to do what I had to do. But guess what? I arrived. And my success is just as valid as somebody else's success because I arrived. Tell somebody, I arrived. All right. Yeah. It means that God had the ability to keep me, sustain me, watch over me, protect me while I was while I was tripping. While I, 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 y'all saw the verse, but I, 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 while I was tripping, he was protecting me. I know it's different. I know it's different than how we see God, but while while they were tripping, he was protecting. You want to know how I arrived while I was tripping? Tell your neighbor, you want to know how I arrived? Tell him, say, while I was tripping, he was protecting. When the devil said, you ought to give up on him, he tripping. God said, I'm protecting. While I was messing up, he would tell the devil, you still can't have him. He's still my daughter. She's still my, she's still my girl. He's still my boy. And although he tripping... I'm protected. Tell somebody I'm going to arrive to where God has me to go. Come on, stand on your feet. I'm done. Tell somebody I'm crossing over and I'm coming out. Come on, clap your hands and praise him. I'm done. Come on, praise him. I'm crossing over. I'm done. I'm crossing over and I'm coming out. God has something for me. God has something for me. And I'm crossing over and I'm coming out. I'm coming out of the pain. I'm coming out of what happened. That's good there. I'm crossing over. And I'm coming out. No, I'm crossing over. Yeah, I got some challenges. Life had always been easy. Tell somebody life ain't always been easy. But I'm crossing over. And I'm coming out. Yeah, God wants me on the other side. I got some winds that's been fighting me. Some real stuff. Fighting my destiny. I got some real attacks on my mind, some real attacks on my character. I have some real attacks on who I can be and what I can evolve into. What I can become has some real attacks on me. But my decision to stay in the boat, lift your hands, your decision, here it is, your decision to stay in the boat. Here it is, your decision to stay in the boat means everything. I said your decision to stay in the boat. I want you to hear it. my decision. You could be mad, but be mad in the boat. You could be confused, but be confused in the boat. You could be upset dealing with unforgiveness, but be, be dealing with it at least in the boat. 
Stay in the boat, somebody. Stay in the boat. I, I love this text because it shows the vulnerability of humanity while we go to the other side. I love this text. You notice also that I want to show you that Jesus didn't even kick them out the boat. But what he did is corrected them in the boat. He didn't kick them out the boat. He didn't say, I'm tired of y'all not believing. I'm tired of y'all having problems when I challenge you. He didn't kick them out the boat. He corrected them in the boat. I want you to whisper to your name, just stay in the boat. Just stay in the boat. Stay in the boat. Stay in the boat. Stay in the boat. It means stay in the will of God. It means stay there. You may have challenges, but stay in the boat. You're not going to always feel like praising God. You're going to always feel like worshiping him. But stay in the boat. Temptations come, but stay in the boat. Challenges come, but stay in the boat. Sometimes you're confused, but stay in the boat. Because what happens is your Savior is in the boat. He'll comfort you while you're in the boat. He'll correct you while you're in the boat. He'll calm you down while you're in the boat. Stay in the boat. Tell someone again. I'm almost stay in the boat. Stay in the boat. Stay in the boat. Stay in the boat. It's the discipline to stay in the boat when things are going crazy. Stay in the boat. I'm telling you, you're gonna make it to the other side. I'm telling you, you're gonna get to where God has called you to be. You are crossing over. Oh no, you're crossing over. You're being promoted. You're graduating. No, you're graduating. There's some things you struggle with. You struggle with. You struggle. You struggle. But I'm telling you, you're getting ready to graduate. There are some things you had to fight for. But guess what? You're getting ready to win this fight. Oh, yeah. You're getting ready. You've been fighting this thing. But you're getting ready to win this fight. Hands lifted. Father, I thank you for this word. That we are crossing over and coming out. And we have the assurance that you are with us and you have prophesied before the storm came you told us that we were going to the other side and we see that we arrived safely to the other side things came but we have made it to the other side father we just begin to praise you i want you to start praising god for everything you made it through just begin to praise him right there for everything you made it through everything you made it through i said everything you made it come on everything you made it through you've been through some things i want you to praise him for the things you made it through you've been you've been rejected but you made it through it you've been abandoned but you made it through it come on you've been through some things but i want you to pray that you made it through you made it through no 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 you made it through it you made it through it you've been let down but you made it through it you felt pain you felt stabbed in the back but you made it through it you felt alone but you made it through it thank you lord you brought me through that too you brought me through that too i didn't think I, but you brought me through that too thank you you brought me through that you brought me through that too he brought you through that he gonna bring you through this and you're gonna cross over to the other side you're gonna cross over to the other side you're gonna cross over to the other side I want to pray and agree with some folks today who said pastor that's where I am I feel like I lost my faith 
I just I just lost it I'm just I want to pray for those who are just exhausted tired and frustrated that's what I want to pray for right now those who are exhausted tired frustrated didn't want to hear no encouraging word just was done with it in the wrong way I want to pray for you right now I want you to come right now I want to pray for you right now those who say I'm just this thing got me I just want to pray for you come on come on come right here you just like man this thing got me. I'm just tired. Come on, don't hesitate. Don't wait for nobody. Say, that was me. I'm just tired. I quit. I quit. I quit. I quit. That thing hit me so hard. I lost my wind. My inner wind. And I, when I lost my wind, I also lost my perspective thing just took the wind out of me I lost my perspective when I lost my wind I couldn't even see myself right anymore lift your hands at the altar I want to pray for you because I want you to renew your faith he asked that question to where is it it doesn't mean you don't have it it means it's time for you to identify that you have the faith to overcome you have the faith to bounce back you have the faith to say I can get through this you have to where is it it means you have it it means it's time for you to find it put your hands on it it's time for you to grip your faith grip your faith it means find your where is your faith not as if you don't have faith meaning if you will start using what you got and the enemy comes to try to make you think you don't got what it takes somebody in the audience said you got what it takes will make you think you don't have what it takes Where you have it you have it all you got to do is put your hands on it again keep your hands on the father we're praying I need you even out there to stretch your hands we're praying at the altar that those who have come even those who are online we're recognizing that you are at the altar even online and while you couldn't be here in person we believe that you're at the altar online and you're saying father i believe that i have the faith to overcome i believe that you have not forsaken me i believe that you are with me and although i could not conceptualize what to do next where to move next god i thank you that today i'm getting my faith in order i'm getting my faith back i'm getting my strength back and i'm seeing how we can overcome father i pray today that we will feel a fresh fire in us spirits and in our souls and we'll have the assurance that you are with us and we're going to cross over and we're going to come out will you give god praise for those at the altar i want you to know that if you were believe by faith by faith that god can bring you out if you will believe by faith that you can overcome if you will believe by faith you will see yourself walk right through this by the grace of God. And I'm telling you, you begin to renew your faith. Some of you need to renew your faith today. You need to renew your faith and say, God, I'm going to trust you all over again. I'm just going to trust you. I want some of you at this altar to get over your own failures and mistakes. I want you to get over your proclivities. I want you to even get over your sins because there is blood for sin. Come on, somebody. I say get over your sins because there is blood for sin. Oh, we, oh, there's a remedy for sin. You ain't got to be. Blood will cover and wash sin. We ain't got to swim in it all day. Blood will wash it right away. We ain't got to stew all day. The Bible says that if you will confess your sin, he is faithful and just to forgive and to cleanse. So we don't even have to trip all day over sin. There's blood for sin. Hallelujah. He died on the cross for sin. Come on, y'all. I want you to walk away from this altar with a fresh assurance that with your faith you can walk through this. Are you looking at me? But with your faith you can walk through this. With your faith you can walk through this. 
Will you put your hands together as you go to your seat? I want you to believe that your faith is what it takes. God bless you. Put your hands together, everybody. God bless you. If that blessed your soul, we will love for you at your next opportunity to join us in worship every Sunday morning in Monticello, the Victorious Church at 8 a.m. or our Dream Center location here in Tallahassee at 10 a.m. We would love to have you and your family and we can't wait for you to join us at any of our locations. This is Pastor Joseph Davis. God bless you and join us again.